guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. I am your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today we're getting into the second part, of course, of urbanization and globalization. Now, I told you guys that in the last podcast, the listening, that I would do a follow-up in terms of discussion, in terms of critical thinking. Now, I have a lot of students out there, of course, that, uh, you know, they need to develop their speaking because they're going to be taking the IELTS and whatnot. So this is very, very good because honestly, the chance, the chance that you might have to answer such a question is very, very high. So what do I mean by that? Because these types of questions, yes, they will be on your IELTS test. But not only that, it's just a discussion that a lot of people need to start talking about because it just gives you an idea of what's happening. And again, this is something that you could bring up at a conference if you're in business or if you're talking to someone and say, you know what, I'm very interested in what's happening with the trades and this and that. And this is how we've been, com- you know, communicating, not only communicating, but trading over the last 500, 1,000 years. So basically, guys, in that lecture, the professor believed that urbanization was mostly positive. Do you agree? All right, so that's a question that you can ask your friends in a discussion. But is there a city that you would like to move to? Why? What would you do there? Now, first and foremost, I'm going to talk about a specific individual that I met at the gym. This guy pushed me like crazy. His name was Jackie. Okay, now Jackie, he went to one of the big, big uh, international schools here that cost a lot of money to go to. Uh, But nonetheless, I saw him at the gym and we started talking and he had a very, very good job. I saw that he was a well-established traveler. And next thing you know, he came into the gym one day sometime in December. He said, hey, Arsenio, I'm leaving. He said, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Singapore. I said, why? I'm going to work at Google. I said, oh my God, this guy got a job at fucking Google. I was like, "How'd how'd you get that? He's like, they contacted me. And I said, oh my goodness. So when you shift, from the likes of a Bangkok to Singapore, is it an easy transition? Now, would you like to move to a big city, depending on where you're living at? Now, I've been looking, and it's very funny because with this discussion, I've been looking at a number of different places, okay, that have been listening to me in this podcast uh, for quite some time, and a lot of newcomers that have come on as of late. So I want to zero in on a couple of places and, of course, ask you guys out there in some of these rural, rural cities um, if you guys would be interested in traveling to another place. So, of course, the likes of Los Angeles, California. Okay, massive, all right? Bournemouth, England, perhaps probably big, okay? Uh, Kansas City, Kansas, that's actually new. Uh, but let's look at Resende, Rio de Janeiro. It's not too big, right? Now, anywhere, of course, in Hiroshima. Oh, wow, that's a new one. Okay, big shout out to you folks out there in Hiroshima. And is that a big city? Eh, Perhaps, perhaps. But now let's go into the very, very small. Let's go to the Gante. Oh, my God, I can't even spell it. Morelos. Okay, that's out there in Mexico. All right, Baghdad, Iraq, which is very, very interesting. Getting the opportunity to go outside, that would be fantastic for a lot of people. Dhaka, Bangalatet, that's what Thai people would say, but Bangladesh, a massive city. But if we go to small places such as, uh, well, Finland, well, Helsinki's kind of, it's all right. But you guys understand what I'm saying. Salt Lake City, that's also another big, uh, a big city. But, damn it, I'm trying to look for something... You know what? There are just so many new cities. I don't know what's going on. Okay, how about Porto Alegre? Okay, folks out there. 
Tejunga, California, perhaps. I don't know. Uh, Sing no, Singapore is big. Uh, Taipei, no, Taipei is pretty big. Uh, Blackburn, Victoria, no, that's obviously big. Uh, Amsterdam, oh, that's pretty big. Uh, goddamn, you know what? A lot of you guys are from big cities out there, so I don't know. But you know what? If you're from a small city, I know what I'm talking about, and I'm talking specifically to you. I told myself a lot of people have been asking me. They said, you know what, Arsenio? Uh, a lot of people have been asking me, or uh, I'm, I'm very interested in terms of, do you want to stay here in Thailand long term? And I'm like, well, you know what? Thailand is considered to be a home base for me. Why? Because let's look at it this from this perspective. It's still a melting pot. It's a concoction of a lot of different things. And I do believe, not just Thailand, Bangkok has a lot of promise. Now, because I told you guys in the recent podcast that uh, there's going to be that massive MRT system that's uh, opening up real soon. There are two massive ones that are opening next year along with the biggest Southeast Asian hub of a train station that's opening up. This is going to enable people to travel around easier, especially during the rainy season. They do not have to be heavily reliant on vehicles anymore. We can rely on public transportation. Although, yes, there are times that trains break down, but hey, it breaks down. It breaks down just about everywhere. So, would I like to move somewhere else and let this opportunity to go right by me? No. Now, I do know that Hong Kong has a massive, it, there's a massive influx of, uh, you, you know, English language. If I go out there, the amount of money that I can make per hour is insurmountable, right? Now, Japan, more strict, okay? And, to, and the thing is, there's a lot of proving grounds, all right, so they're like, oh, you have to have a, a master's in this specific field and this. I'm like, guys, look what I've done. I don't need to have a master's in a goddamn thing. If you guys are basing somebody's success off master degrees, that's a very, very old way of looking at things. So this is why I would not move to the likes of Japan, to the likes of uh, chi uh, China, Korea. I am more of a global citizen, right? Now, if you guys say, okay, what about a 10-year window? Would you like to, of course, migrate to another place because the opportunity and you believe that it's becoming bigger and the opportunity is becoming ample, meaning larger? Yes, absolutely. I was thinking about South America, Panama, Costa Rica, Argentina, but can I live there long-term? I really don't know. I really think with the amount of opportunity... And what's happening here in Bangkok, I still believe I can make some noise out here. So, again, these are questions that you need to ask yourself. I mean, even if you're 15, 16, 17, putting yourself in a very uncomfortable position to thrive outside your comfortability zone. Guys, remember, that, that moment, that night that I said, you know what, I'm traveling in May of 2009, I went to Australia. I moved there two years later, as I promised myself in 2010 in April when I was in Melbourne at the Great Ocean Road. I said, enough is enough. I am moving here. Actually, I was at St. Kilda Beach. But I promised myself I would move there. And so I did. And you know what? Did things go out as planned? Absolutely not. <laughs> but did that allow me to come here to Thailand? And to start my journey of unfolding who, what my life assignment was, you damn right it did. So guys, sometimes detours end up becoming life-changing tours. So ask yourself, if you do have the opportunity, 
put yourself in a real uncomfortable position because what just last week I was talking to this this little short she's so such an adorable human being uh it, it's a girl at the gym and we were talking and the other guy who of course has been following me on Instagram he's like hey Arsenio she did work study out there in America I said you did work study in America she's like yeah she's like, I was like where Cincinnati and you know what? I like throwing out gambits because sometimes women, of course, they are predisposed to different types of people based on skin complexion. So I said, oh, so you around the black boys, huh? And she's like, yeah. I was like, you like them black boys? She's like, yeah. I was like, oh, I started dancing right there. Anyways, it's all jokes. But anyways, it, it's such this right here and going to places that are very diverse is going to open your mind. This is what urbanite, this is what globalization is. And this is some of my subtopics down here. So think about the ideas and discuss these. What effects of global trade, all right, do these have? And urbanization. Can you think of any more effects? So I'll give you one. More foreign goods are available? Yes. Because there, there are, there's a, a train, a, a train, oh God. There is a, a chain of a store out here called Villa Market. Villa Market gets all of the, um, what is it, foreign goods there. Now, yes, there's another foreign market, uh, another market called Tops that's actually pretty good too. But Villa Market has everything. So anything American-based, I'm talking about my Corn Pops, which is a cereal brand, which is very, very unhealthy, but I love it. Like Kicks and Lucky Charms. Oh, my God. I cried on so many occasions when I ate that. They have these available. Now, do I eat them on a regular basis? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, but I'm just saying that these places, um, of course, Thailand says, hey, you can actually bring some of your goods out here. We'll sell it at a 300% import tax. This is why I don't buy these things that often. However, it's the amount of goods that they get. Spain has a very good footprint out here in Thailand. I've tasted a lot of their goods, including yogurt, right? So people learn more about other countries. This is extremely crucial, especially in the age that we're living at right now. I'll give you an example. For that girl that went to Cincinnati, Ohio, that was extremely important for her and for all Thai people. Why? Because she was in a diverse community. She was in the downtown area of Cincinnati. She saw a concoction. That's my word of the day. That means a variety of different people. However, I had another student who went to uh, a place called somewhere, a small town out there in Idaho. Now, what's the problem with this? There isn't much of a problem, but again, when there's just one predominant group of people... There has a tendency, there is a tendency of racism. So yes, she went there and she labeled, she was labeled as Chinese, although she was Thai. People would say nasty racial things to her. Why? It was 98% Anglo. All right. So if I go to China and I go to a rural village out there and it's 99%, probably 100% Chinese, yes, they're going to come up to me. They're going to touch my skin. They're going to take pictures with me. Now, what they do with those pictures, I have no idea, but I know Weibo and I've heard a lot of different stories. Guys, this is why it's very, very important to learn about other countries and especially the history of other countries. Extremely important. So if I could tell you right now, remember we had Katrina. Katrina was on my podcast recently, right? She said if we could teach mindfulness and meditation in class beginning at the age of seven, all violence would be wiped out in one generation. That's what the Dalai Lama said. 
Why is this? Because guess what? If somehow, and this is what I saw at an international school here in Bangkok, there was you had you had someone from uh, Sudan here, another girl from Sweden, another girl from Bhutan. They were talking to each other. Over here you had Chinese. Over here you had this. You had 62 nationalities in one school. That's how you wipe out racism. You make everyone go to school together and they learn about one another. This is how everything works. But if you hang out, and of course you have preferences, that's fine. But if you are not willing to hear other people and other groups of people, other social groups, religious groups, creeds, colors, whatever you want to call it, this is what, what ends up happening is, well, look at the trade war right now. It's because one guy wants more power than the other. And the other guy's like, nope. You see what I mean? So, again, the ideas and the values begin to change. And yes, does money go from rural areas around the world um, or does it go to rural areas around the world? It just really all depends on what's happening. But factories, if we talk about factories, they close in some countries and open in others. Could this be good or bad? Well, in America, remember I told you about Ford. Ford had closed, right? And then they had open in China. Apple, they shipped all the jobs to China. Nike, Adidas, they shipped everything to China. Now, that's very good for Chinese people because they go from rural villages to these companies. But then you hear about the negligence in terms of the employees not getting sleep and having to work 20-hour shifts. This has increasingly become a problem. Now, a lot of people would say, well, that's not Apple's fault. Well, it's still under Apple's umbrella, and they're still creating the iPhone for just about everyone on the planet. So, yes, it is the company that is uh, in charge of them out there. In China, but at the same token, we cannot forget that the company's brand name is Apple. So, guys, again, very, very important stuff to actually ask. And you know what? I'll give you a real good question that you could do a free writing topic on right now. If people, if everyone in the world knew the same language, would violence cease to exist? I want you to free write that topic. 10 to 15 minutes. Give me your comments. Give me your attitudes. Give me whatever it is you would like to give me on, of course, Instagram or wherever you see this post and podcast. Again, follow my Facebook page to, uh, of course, post um, the essay question or the free writing topic or whatever it is. And this is a very, very good discussion topic. So, guys... That's it. We have a bunch of discussions. You could do free writing on each one. You could do research on each one and prepare yourself for whatever it is. And just knowing about this stuff is very, very fascinating. It makes you open your mind more, especially. So, guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another ESL podcast. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.